the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan is brought to you by Phoenix Roasters. Coffee that matters. And now more talk that matters. Maybe. Look out. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. And I'm Megan Morgan. <laughs> are you all right? Wow, thank you yeah. for that for that blast from the past. Yes. That is uh, Throwback Thursday, hard from uh, I can't remember the album. I think it's seventy seven. Yes, it is. Barracuda. Barracuda. Yeah. Boy, that'll get your blood pumping. Uh, I turn that up in the Civic and yeah. floor it down seventy five. No, I'm sorry, nobody floors it on seventy five. Nobody 75. floors it on seventy five. <laughs> Not recently, at least. You guys have been late for like what the last three days? <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, Adam still isn't here. Adam the Beard's still not here. Does he? Unless he's not coming. Does he he travel? went to run an errand. Uh, does he travel on 75? Because he lives uh, way yeah, I think, I think over on the west side. Yeah, 75 was pretty bad this morning and mm. yesterday. There mm. was a water main break in Cal- uh, California, in Cobb <laughs> County. <laughs> and it was affecting us here? Wow. In uh, Cobb <laughs> County, so everyone's rerouting. You do yeah. come on the show empty-minded, don't you? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a wreck at Delk this morning, and it just messed everything yeah. up. Oh, that's a surprise. Always a wreck, a wreck. at Delk. Why is that? I don't know. That's been going on since I moved to Georgia. Exactly. Like People, can we have years. our wrecks further up north? <laughs> come on. It's that name, yeah. the Delk name. The Delk name, There's David Delk. There's something about that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday. Uh, Ron Lambros uh, in the uh, green room. He's the CEO and founder of Ron Lambros Ministries, he's a friend, well, I'm assuming, of uh, Stu Gordon, who is a sales weasel here. Ron Lambros is a friend of ours. <laughs> Ron Lambros. <laughs> we should do that. Let's let's uh, let's, let's get that soundtrack, and we'll okay. throw Ron Lambros's name instead of, instead of Je- Jesus is a friend of You mine. think that would be offensive to Jesus? You think Jesus would be offended at all? Uh, <laughs> probably not. I think he's, he's a big boy. He can handle it. I wanted to be on that <laughs> song. Hey, welcome. Uh, hey, we're praying for the folks uh, in Florida. Is it all of Florida? Well, obviously not. It's kind of hard to part. tell yet still, I think. Dorian just kind of, what, slipped past Puerto Rico? Well, what's up with that? Yeah, Usually it kind of skirted it around Puerto Rico. Did it, did Puerto it go Rico. around it? Yeah, pretty okay. much. It hit a couple of the Virgin Islands, I think, uh, but kind of went around Puerto Rico. So. Oh, good. Looks like it may hit, what, tomorrow? I have some friends in Jacksonville, West Palm, uh, Miami, Urami. So, yeah. Um, Orlando. Praying, Orlando. Yeah. Praying for those guys. Mm-hmm. Jeff Foxworthy in the building later on this afternoon, or at least we think so. Yeah, he's That's, supposed to be. The last we heard, Dan and I are going to interview him. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk about his new show. What's it called? Bring the funny. Bring the funny. Will we talk about that at all? Will it just be? I think business? we should. I mean, it'll be mostly business, but I think we should uh, talk a little bit about it. He's a part of Atlanta Mission, and uh, Dan and I got to meet him. Was that three years ago? Yeah, it's been a while back. Yeah, we did a live broadcast there, and he was doing his Bible study, which he does every Tuesday, yeah. and has been doing now for several years. Is it five, ten? Yeah, I, I don't know exactly how many, but I know it's been a while. Great guy. He's. Uh, I think we're going to also talk to his daughter, Jordan. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, they got something up their sleeve. It's a big, big announcement uh, that you'll we'll have to wait a little while to to, to let out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the taping of uh, his show. Right. He probably taped it what three, six months yeah, ago. Yeah. So he knows the winner, but he can't <laughs> tell us. You know what I'm thinking, Dan? What? Jeff Foxworthy. This interview could blast us out of mediocrity. It could blast him out of mediocrity. I mean, <laughs> I mean, being on the Rick and Dan show. I mean, look what it did for Megan Morgan. What would he say? What would he say after the uh, when he stands up to get the awards for being blasted out of mediocrity? Uh, How would he use our names in a sentence? He would say, <laughs> "I want to thank uh, Randy and Don for everything they did for Randy us." Randy and Gina, according to what's his name? According what's the Louis. guy that pastors the, the little church down the road? Louis Giglio. He called you Randy and Gina. Uh, he oh, signed a right, book, book too, Randy and Gina. Yeah, the book. In, uh, let's see, where is this? New Hampshire, there's a lady. She's had the same license plate for 15 years. One of those vanity plates. When we moved to California back in the day, I don't know that I'd ever seen before that that move. A vanity plate. Maybe one, Mm -hmm. two. Uh, Nine out of ten people in California have vanity plates. In California? (laughs) Is that just mean customized? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. They like, say something's. I didn't know if they put like Sometime, jewels or something uh, on it. Or, yeah, no. Like uh, what? Jewels, like a jewel, jewel license plate, oh, oh, a little oh, bedazzled, no, no. little embellishments. No, no, no. That uh, no. <laughs> uh, just you. Sometimes your last name. Sometimes like a series of letters right. and numbers, and, and you got to you got to fit. Which that yeah. was the fun part. Yeah, I'm driving. Them out. It's like um, what was that? Uh, not uh, what's the thing that used to come out in the paper. Kids, remember the paper? Probably not. I don't remember You know what a paper that. is? Newspaper? Yes, that's what I use my silly putty, because if you put your silly putty on it, you get the <laughs> yeah, words to come would. off on it. Wasn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is silly putty still around? I, I think so. I, I love silly some. putty. I did too. Anyway, the jumble word, and you had to figure it out, and then oh, you, right, okay, right, right. well, this is kind of like that. Yeah. Well, this lady had on her license plate there, I don't know why they're asking for everyone to surrender their vanity plates, but she's fighting it. In the court there in New Hampshire, hers says PB4, uh, PB the number four, (laughs) W-E-G-O. You want to hold that up? P before we go. I love it. I was going to ask you if you could figure that out. I was thinking like peanut butter. Peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly. I love that. P before we go. Yeah. I like it. And so I don't know that they're upset about what it says. And she's a mom. That's why she, she has that. Uh, but she, but they're pulling, they're yanking. Why are they, that's silly. They're Why are yanking they taking all, all the vanity plates. That's California. silly. Well, it's, that's sometimes silly. you get somebody that sneaks a, a nasty one in there. Right. I've seen but, those, but too. But they should catch those before they go out. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they didn't catch yours. No, apparently not. <laughs> Speaking of travel, we're traveling. and uh, you are, Where are you guys going? We're going to New Concord, Kentucky. Okay, well, you know that sounds like a fun time. <laughs> you know where that is? No, I don't. Is that's that where near. they make Concord jelly? No, that's no, up no, in... That's uh, Concord... Uh, that's New Hampshire, Vermont, Vermont uh, somewhere yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah no, no. This yeah. is... Uh, evidently, there's a huge lake there and lodges and stuff like oh, that. Oh, this is a, a family get-together. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, a reunion. Okay. Okay. Um, Are you getting special reunion t-shirts that you're all going to wear together? <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Bring some back for us. I refuse to wear <laughs> reunion T-shirts. Uh, hey, listen, if you have a reunion T-shirt, uh, no offense, 
but uh, I'm not going to wear one. I want a Levigny reunion T-shirt. Send you need that. a family reunion T-shirt. No. The Levines don't have family reunions. <laughs> oh, okay, well. I've never been to a Levine's family reunion. makes it extra special reunion. then. The Levignies. <laughs> the Levignies. <laughs> they bump each other off, don't uh, they? What about That's... your mom's side then? They do. Okay. What's right. her last they name? Do. Her maiden name is Fisher. Fisher. Her last name's Levine. Fisher. Okay. Is that like F I S H E R, or yes. how do you spell the one with a C, Dan? F I S C H. I don't know. Which one is it? It's the F I S H E R. Oh, okay. Because okay. the ones with the C, they're a little more intelligent than the other ones. The they're more other. German, aren't they? Are they? I think, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I thought Fisher in general was. Pretty much. She's yeah. going to fight that. I'm. I, wish I would, too. That's silly. Why? I was going to ask if you could guess that, but you're right on the ball. Have I, you I love seen that one before? Up. No, I haven't, but. Uh, it's fun to just kind of say them out loud and see what comes out. Uh, I hope. Now, I've said this many times. All right, guys, everyone, everyone, please listen. Everyone pee before you go because I don't want to stop in an hour. Guess what happens? You stop in an hour. You, you know why? Because nobody peed before they went. <laughs> <laughs> or because, so I used to pee before I, we went. Yeah. Because I would get told we're not stopping. Mm-hmm. And That's what I say. And it would, well, I would think about it so much that yes. I'd have to pee. Yes. So it honestly, it was like a psycho, yeah. uh, what's what's the word for that? Um, it's all mental. I mean, so it, I shouldn't play any songs on the radio that has the words like rain or, or flood waterfall. or faucet yeah, right. or waterfall. I need, I need to go now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are definitely going to take snacks um, like most people do. Mm-hmm. I hate at the end because I have to clean it all up. It yeah. looks like Everybody leaves disaster. their trash around. Looks yeah. like a disaster area. Build a wall <laughs> around the RAV4 <laughs> that we're in. Some British oh, some British folks snack on chocolate cheese and chips four times a day, according to researchers. Chocolate cheese and chips, like all together, four, or uh, that's they didn't clarify. Okay, I mean four times a day. That's why they have bad teeth, Dan. Mm-hmm. Have you seen all that chocolate? Hello, that's Rick Probst. I've got bad teeth. Rick dot Probst. If you're a British community and uh, upset about that comment, here's a great poll. Fifteen hundred people were polled. Uh, which of these makes you smile? A smiling dog wagging its tail. Oh. <laughs> which one are your favorites here? Okay, losing ten pounds, mm. having your crush smile at you. Mm. Do you smile when uh, when Dalton smiles? Dalton. At you? Dalton uh, Hill. I'm sorry, Dalton the, who? The, the more to cuddle. <laughs> more to cuddle one when he smiles at yeah. you. You yes. know I can't. Is that what you sing? Oh, I can't smile That's a Barry without. Song without you. We don't hear enough Barry Manilow. No, we do. don't. <laughs> uh, she has no idea who Barry Manilow is. <laughs> free, I don't sing that song. <laughs> having your crush smile at you, a free meal, uh, nailing a recipe, or none of the above. Which one of those? Uh, I'd have to go with the puppy. The dog? The dog, yeah. I like that one. Which mm-hmm. one? A free meal. You know what? I was leaning because I'm almost 60. That's all, that makes meal. me happy, too. A free too. meal. Yeah, definitely. I like that. It's less money to spend. Speaking of which, where are we going to uh, cross the street to Moe's? Welcome, Welcome to, to Moe's. we got to stay late today, so let's go to Moe's. Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk to uh, Jeff Foxworthy uh, later on this afternoon. I hope mm-hmm. that all works out. He's a great guy. Uh, love it. And catch a show on NBC. It's called what? Bring the Funny? Bring the Funny. I didn't know Keenan was on with him until this morning. I love Keenan. Yeah, Keenan's funny too. Could I we like get Keenan on the show? I I don't know. What about that Chrissy Teigen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's available. So, How do you uh, really feel, Dan? No, no, she's not available. Check with she's her married schedule. to John. She's not. She is not available. <laughs> she's, she's married to John. She's Legend. married to John Legend. All right, let's do this. Uh, this guy, pretty amazing. Ron Lambros and uh, dogs wag their tail when they see him. Do according they? According to really? uh, a okay. poll, he's the founder. 
of Ron Lambros Ministries. We'll talk to him. He used to be a broadcasting, everybody. Did he? I don't know if he talks like that, but uh, anyway, we're going to talk about it. It's going to be partly cloudy today, everybody. <laughs> I heard someone do that on the radio the other day, and I thought of you guys. Really? I they think they puking? heard you, and then they were copying. Everybody wants to be Actually, like that was me. <laughs> He's also got a, um, a book out. It's called All My Love. Uh, comma Jesus. We'll talk to him about that. From the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead, I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dad Ratcliffe. And I'm Megan This is Faith Talk Live. Stay there. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan is brought to you by Phoenix Roasters. Coffee that matters on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Throwback Thursday. Yeah, it's Throwback Thursday where the younger of the two, I'm the old guy, and Dan tries to, uh, what, uh, just uh, buffalo me as far as buffalo? the, I don't know about <laughs> that, of, of the song. I know it's Steve Miller. Yep. Um I'm not sure. Is it uh, some kind of magic word? Yes, it is. It's abracadabra. Yes, it is. is. 1983, I'm going to say. 82. Yeah, you're close. Very good. I was uh, playing rock and roll then. We played that song. Were you? Yeah, yeah. So I'm too. This was on top 40 as well, so it was one of those crossovers. Do you know what it was? Do you know what number it was? Uh, It was actually the number one song this week in 1982. Was it really? Number one. Number one. It was good. I didn't think it was that good. This guy is great. Ron Lambros. He's number one in our book. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You should work in rate. Listen to that voice. (laughs) Say, oh, my goodness again <laughs> oh my goodness there, <laughs> no, no, no no we need to record that and just have that on a button yeah who who needs dave spiker when we have ron lambros yeah, yeah. come on so you know our sales weasel uh, Stu gordon how did you and uh, and uh, his highness uh, meet hmm? his highness. Um, i was serving at a church here yeah and Stu reached out to me and you know i told him his name sounded familiar and he said your name sounds familiar and we just connected um that we had done radio together in Jacksonville, Florida, back in the day. Really? But you Boy, never crossed paths in Jacksonville. No, no. We worked at some of the same stations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he was on uh, the the work release program at that point, so they only <laughs> let him out periodically. That's yeah, probably why guy. you missed him. He is really he is a, a great guy. We like to give him a hard time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, bro, how long you been? How long were you in broadcasting? You eventually got into the ministry and pastor right. for a long time. You got a book out, which we want to talk about. Hold this up, Dan, if you will. Yep. All my love, Jesus. I mm-hmm. love, and I, as I mentioned to Ron, I love the cover. Um, and uh, you can't judge a book by its cover. There's good stuff on the inside, but I love great covers because mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's attractive. And I thought, wow, we've seen a lot of books come uh, through this studio. And, that's uh, a that's a cool cover. Some of there, the covers yeah. we go hmm, next, but that's a that's yeah, a great cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, how long did you? Uh, when did you start? And uh... I started in radio in uh, 1970. I went to uh, college to be a writer and ended up going into radio, and uh, was in corporate broadcasting for seven and a half years. Yeah. And uh, came to Christ in 1977 and took radio and what I learned in broadcast television. Uh, to do that was really the heyday for churches to begin broadcasting their own television yeah, programs. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I built studios and did consulting work across the country, and um, uh, just been blessed ever since. Yeah, it seems like that is a little before my time, but I know Thanks. that uh, that was not. I mean, in a bad sense, but with the churches really grasping on to the mm-hmm. media, and they did radio for a long time, right. but they caught the television bug and said, "Hey." television's going in every household here. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do something. 
So it was almost like a snowball, wasn't it? Once a few of them got on board, everybody said, hey, let's do this. And that's why, you know, I would get calls from churches all across the country and go in and do consulting work for them. Yeah. You know, there was a time when the FCC, the Federal Communication Commission, used to require a certain amount of your broadcast day to begin uh, with or include religion, agriculture, things like that. Mm -hmm. So television stations would give free airtime to churches. Wow. And they were begging. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, then yeah. around the 70s uh, and 80s, those were really the heydays when churches caught on to, um, you know, just the effective power of broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. So my very first church was in Mobile, Alabama, and I went, built a studio, trained volunteers, and we broadcasted live for, oh, gosh, I was there for about seven years. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, a no. lot of stations, a lot of. A lot of stations. Now, and, when you started off in radio, were uh-huh. you were you DJing? What what were you doing? Yeah, I did it all. Yeah, found out that uh, DJs were grossly underpaid. <laughs> amen. Grossly, Nick. Wait grossly. a minute. Can I get an amen? That's for your manager. You want to say that a little bit louder? Yeah. Hang on, let me. Val. No. Oh, Val. Unless you're syndicated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which so, we're not. So. Uh, no. And then I do, um, you know, talent. And uh, mm-hmm. do some voiceover talent and work, and then got into sales. Yeah. Then I got my uh, first class radio telephone operator's license, became an engineer, then moved over wow. to broadcast uh, television. You have done it all. Wow. You could, like, run a station all by yourself. Good. Maybe. <laughs> Rules have changed. Yeah. Rules Ron, have changed. Ron Lambros here. We're covering a little bit of his background, his uh, radio television background, just because uh, it's pretty exciting to us because uh, we're uh, still in the biz. We're in the mediocre. We're in the mediocre part, the sweet spot sweet of our spot, mediocre yeah. radio careers, Ron. Mm-hmm. So uh, your career, radio career, thank God it's over because <laughs> it, would, it would go down if you stuck around with <laughs> You'll us. You'll miss it. You'll find when you walk away from it. You yeah. miss it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but, really you know, do. now with the podcast, with the, I sound like an old guy, the, with podcast, the podcast and mm-hmm. uh, Facebook Live, which we're on right oh, yeah. now, yeah. Uh, a lot of that uh, technology has changed. Broadcast has changed. Tremendously. It, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. I remember the a uh, few of the stations I worked at in the uh, early 80s, they were still doing the farm reports mm-hmm. between 5 and 6, right before everybody basically got up. And then oh, yeah. at 6, it was your... Did you ever work for a station that did that? No. Oh, no. yeah. We well, you'd have sunrise, sunrise Sermonettes. Yes. Yeah. You'd always sign on with uh, the Star Spangled Banner. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, yeah. and sometimes it's close strange. if it was the daytime or at yep. night or in the afternoon, depending on the yep. Back in the day. Mm, yeah. Way back in the yeah. day. <laughs> so, so you got into broadcasting uh-huh. and were a success there with television, radio. So let's talk about ministry. How did right. you... That call that you got, uh, how did you get it? What was it? Describe it. Did he call you at the station and say, this is God, you need to go into ministry? No, I I, I prayed to receive Christ at a uh, revival crusade on April 15th, 1977. Wow. If you want to get specific, at 942 on a Friday. Wow. Wow. So, uh, and I had a a wonderful pastor um, in Jacksonville that recognized the call of God on my life and mentored me for about a year and a half and uh, until I took my first church. And he taught me the importance of Bible study and journaling and just all the little intricacies, mm-hmm. the personal side of relationships and ministry and things like that. Mm-hmm. So made the transition over to broadcasting. And while my my area of expertise was, was broadcast television in churches, mm-hmm. Uh, I never forgot the people factor, mm-hmm. and people factor is so critical. Oh yeah, yeah it is. and Absolutely. so and that that led to the book and a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. But um, I've always been very people oriented, and uh, you know, 
surrendered to the call and been doing it for a little over 42 years. Now, what was it in the message? Do you remember who preached the message? And what was it in the message that at that moment you were like, ah, that's it? Um, you know, it, it was um, a reiteration of something that I'd learned a long time before. I used to have a Christian friend that used to tell me, Ron, your, your life will never be what it fully can be until you turn it over to God. And everything I'd set out to do and accomplish when I was in broadcasting, uh, I did when I was about 25. I had accomplished when I was about 25 years old, and mm-hmm. I just sat on the side of my bed, and I said, what in the world do I do now? Mm-hmm. You know, what else is there? Right. And, um, you know, those words came back to me. You know, you'll never know what your life can fully be until you get over to God, and, and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, whatever way you can use me. And he began opening door after door after door. He had to kind of break me down a little bit first because as you well know when you're in the entertainment business it's it's not necessarily a um, uh, an environment that you want to stay in. right right and so I had to uh, he he literally had to strip me of a lot of things and then build me up again mm-hmm. and uh, it has been a glorious journey it's been a wonderful journey now were you married at the time or? no okay no uh, my wife will tell you she would have had nothing to do with me <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with me um, but we've been married 40 years now. Yeah. I met her at my first church. When when I was called to Alabama, I told God, you know, much like everybody does when right. I first get saved, God, I'll go with, you know, I'll go for you anywhere you want me to go. And he said, I want you to go to Mobile, Alabama. And I was just like. Except for Mobile. <laughs> well, it was just Alabama. I yeah, mean, you right, know, right. And, yeah, yeah. But um, it was there that uh, he had prepared my wife to be there when she moved there uh, from Columbia, South Carolina, hmm. as a young girl at 14 years old. And we met there, and uh, both our children were dedicated in the church I was serving at. Wow. And um, we were just, uh, it'll be 40 years this November. Wow, congratulations. So a great, great gift. And you have, like, what, six grandchildren, did I six read? Six grandchildren, two yeah. children, and six grandchildren. Everybody's in Atlanta. That's great. So, yeah, we're yeah. within about a... 30-minute driving distance of both of them, so it's wonderful. Don't you love that? Well, let's do this. We've got to take a hard break. Uh, Ron Lambros, we want to talk about this book. It is out, and uh, you can get it, and we'll tell you where. All My Love, Jesus, Personal Reminders from the Heart of God. Check it out. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk. Good morning. Wake up and smell the coffee with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live, brought to you by Phoenix Roasters. Look out, it is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy day before Friday. All right, it's Throwback Thursday, which means Dan pulls these classics to see if he can stump the old man. And you know this one, don't you? Uh, you know, I have to think about this one. This one's probably like 1970, 71, yes, something like yes, that. The Chillites good. and Ooh Child. Uh, the Five Stair Steps. Oh, the, the Five Stair. That's something group. that Stu Gordon, Stu Gordon our, our resident sales that. weasel, yeah. would he, know. He's right probably the, the oldest guy in the room. but uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Uh, no, Ron says no, no. Ron Lambros uh, in the studio. His uh, devotional is called All My Love, Jesus' Personal Reminders from the Heart of God. We'll talk to him in just a second about that. What a career, right? Radio, television, and I love how he said, you don't make money on the air. He had to get into sales and 
and management. Then he matured and got out of radio and got a real job. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we'll talk about that and more in just a second. Uh, We're sitting pretty in the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in uh, Buckhead. And this week, if you put in the keyword Rick and Dan, what do you get, Dan? You get uh, 25% off uh, your order. Excuse me. Uh, Any order, 25% off, and uh, that is good through the end of the week. And then they start a new promotion next week, but it's Rick and Dan. You put that in the coupon code. And you can get uh, that discount. So do it now online, phoenixroasters.com. And we're pretty excited about September because Catalyst will be kicking off, and they always serve coffee there to mm-hmm. everyone, and we're broadcasting live right there in the... In the Phoenix Roasters booth. Yeah. And then in Alpharetta, where they're going to have uh, some stuff. The opening uh, of a new on. store, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, my love, Jesus, uh, this is a book from Ron Lambros. How old is this book, Ron? It was published in March. Of this year. Oh, okay. But it's actually 42 years old. Okay. Really? So when I got saved in 1977, I started keeping a prayer journal. And that's the way I grew in my faith. I would I would read the Bible and many times during prayer time, you know, God would impress me on something or, uh, you know, just little tidbits to remember and encouragement. And so I'd keep a prayer journal. And um, when I met and then married my wife, she has been after me for 40 years. Hmm to write a book. Hmm. And so I compiled all of this. What this is, is is really a testament on what God has done in my life. And you can kind of, it's not in chronological order, but you can kind of follow some of the the struggles I may have been facing at that time or Mm -hmm. just needed some encouragement, and that's why I put it together. And it was so. as your 40th anniversary present to her. Hey, you told me that to write it, so here it is. Happy anniversary. No, it was it was basically, oh, never mind. We, we, we just, no. Cosmel uh, or my book? Or the book. Which she one is do you my, want? Uh, she is my greatest encourager and always has been. I yeah. wrote her a card after our first date, and she told me then, yeah. you need to write a book. And I'd been encouraged to write um, as a student and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I never had time. What was in that card? Hmm. <laughs> Must have worked after 40 years. Roses are red, <laughs> violets are blue. Yes, something very original. That doesn't very work. Original. Ron Lambros here. The book is called All My Love, Jesus. So tell us about, you said that, you know, over, what, 40 years of collecting these. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you go back and um, did you go back and go, wow, mm-hmm. I haven't picked this paper up or read this in years uh, and yeah. it really means a lot. What did it mean? And tell us about that. Well, the ironic thing is I could, even though it's it's a little over 40 years old and some of the, you know, some of the devotionals, I can go back and I could remember the struggle that I was going through at that particular time or maybe some truth I needed to learn hmm. in my spiritual walk. And, you know, I'd read it and, and I'd look now as I'm on the other side of it and just realize how great the faithfulness of God has been. Hmm you know, my entire, my entire spiritual life. Mm. So it's a little different when you, when you set out to write a devotional, there's so many out there and you go, Oh, why another devotional? Yeah, right. yeah. Um, the thing that's different about this, it's not really a daily devotional. I, I wrote it so that you could, you could do it in one of five ways. You could just pick it up and read it randomly. You could pick it up and read it by title. You could read it by the scripture that is specifically for that mm-hmm. devotion. You could read it uh, according to the holiday, because I wrote some for Easter, some for Christmas, and, and literally every uh, federal holiday. Mm. But the, the unique thing about that, um, in 42 years of ministry, I identified about 25 areas that people really struggle with, starting maybe with anger and bitterness, 
uh, loneliness, finding God's will, and things like that. So I made a topical glossary in the back. So if you go to the devotional, mm-hmm. it's um, if you're dealing with anger that mm-hmm. particular day, if you pick up a normal daily devotion, it may not deal with anger. Right. But this way you can go specifically to the devotion, pick it up, and if you're, whatever you're dealing with, you can go and find six or seven devotions that deal That's with great. that specific topic. So it's it was just some a little something unique that I did, but um, you know it's been warmly received, mm-hmm. and uh, one does not write a book to make a lot of money, and this is more an act of obedience than anything else. As you mentioned, uh, anger, and I love this what you've done here: anger, bitterness, choices, confused, doubt, and you have the page numbers. Mm-hmm. Anger, uh, there's four different pages, so you're only angry four times. Wow, that's amazing. No, I want to. That's <laughs> what I will. I will uh, confess to. Yeah, I see. No, it's um, anyone who lives in Atlanta and drives. You know, you can Amen, brother. <laughs> you know. Amen. But it's it's uh, it, it, the only one that is chronologically um, in order is the very first one, and uh, that was the very first notation that I had written in my prayer journal, and. Um, Everything else just has been randomly, you know, written right. from time to time. And uh, so, so it was the, all compiled. The first page is 40 years old. Uh, about 42 about years 42 old. 42 years actually. old. Wow. 1977. Read wow. that first page for us. Trust him in it all. And, uh, of course, you recognize Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm-hmm. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight. And... Uh, Faith is always tested at the intersection of why and trust me. When you come to God with those situations and problems that make us ask him why, he answers with a simple trust me. Hmm. And I still trust him every day. It's um, You cannot trust God in those things which you choose and not trust him in others. You either trust him with it all or with absolutely nothing at all. Your choice will either provide you with a powerful faith to carry you through the ups and downs of life or a faith that struggles with the slightest circumstance. The choice is yours. Trust him. And then with every devotion I put, take him with you. And it's just a little snip that you can take, you know, with you. And it said, you either trust God with it all or with nothing at all. Hmm. So like it's not that. an either or. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I was, I was going through some, some serious struggles, hmm. you know, in, in my growth there, because I, I was having to give up relationships. I was having to give up certain lifestyles and, and things like that. And those were, those were some some struggling days mm-hmm. back in the day, and uh, but like I said, God broke me down, and much like Job, everything that I had to give up or was taken from me during that time, God multiplied yeah. again and again and again. I have a godly father. Uh, my dad was saved. My mom was saved. Uh, have a godly wife, um, godly children. And two of my six grandchildren have come to Christ. That's wow. awesome. So they're eight years old. And speaking of that godly wife, she's uh, watching on Facebook and oh. giving us a glimpse into your marriage. She says, he wants to tell you that I nagged him to write the book. Is that- no, I was leaving I was leaving contentious drip out of the out of the conscious you know out of the conversation. Okay. But it, it her encouragement has always been has always So it's been encouragement, a, a not lesson. nagging. I call it encouragement, yeah. consistent <laughs> encouragement. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, Ron Lambros here. All my love, Jesus. Personal reminders from uh, the heart of God. Uh, your kids read this. Did they read it over the years? Did you open it up for them uh, before it became a, a book? Or no. Um, 
I was I was the president of an international broadcast ministry here in Atlanta, and I used to post it, some of those on my website mm-hmm. or our website, the uh, the broadcast website, and uh, it was I would get five six thousand people that would watch wow. that, but I never just sat my kids down and and showed them a lot of the. You know, a lot of the time, most of what they saw in the book was for the very first time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's from their dad's heart. It's, uh, I, I would like to say they've read it cover to cover, but <laughs> you, you never can tell. <laughs> never can tell. Have they responded at all after you given them? Well, uh, they bought the, a few. Yeah. To get oh, they did? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. You're making them pay for it. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, they bought a few to uh, give to friends. Yeah. Um, they are both part of uh, North Point Community Church. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, one is at the Decatur campus. One is at the Hamilton Mill campus. All right. And they're in small groups. And um, my son works for Chick-fil-A. Shameless plug there. Oh, come on. Anyway, he bought some for his coworkers. And then my daughter and her husband bought some to give to their uh, small group. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been good. So your recommendation not only to, well, you can read it so many ways, either all in one sitting, every day or whatever, but also Mm -hmm. good for small groups. I love, I love the fact that you and you know, you've got uh, here in the front mm-hmm. uh, just basically things like keys to your success. He knows what he's doing. Never give up. God uses the ordinary things like that. That's all. That's all small group stuff. You can just mm-hmm. go from there. Yeah. Right. It is. It, it can be used in a lot of different formats. Really, like I said, I when I prayed about writing it, I didn't want to just throw out another devotion. I just said, look, I just uh, God, I'm going to put this out there. Use it whatever way you want to use it. So it's been used in a variety of different ways. Mm. All right. Ron Lambros, uh, we got to take a break here. The book is called All My Love, Jesus, Personal Reminders from the Heart of God. We'll tell you in just a few where you can get yours. From the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll be right back. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Brought to you by Phoenix Roasters. Coffee that matters on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Throwback Thursday. Classic tune there. It's uh, Chicago and feeling stronger every day. I'm mm-hmm. going to say, I don't know, 71, 72, 73. 73. 73, everybody. 73, yeah. This guy doesn't have to talk like uh, the old vomit voice. Well, radio guys. Like Ron <laughs> yeah, this guy <laughs> was born with these. Much like you, Dan Radcliffe, uh, you just, you know, Dan, and you mentioned Dan being on the fish for years in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. When I started working with Dan and we'd go over to Publix or, or Starbizzle, whatever, mm-hmm. and he would just talk, just, you know, uh, want his, uh, he'd ask them. Order what, a sandwich uh, or something. Yeah, order a sandwich. Um, obviously, I just got out of broadcasting school last <laughs> week. Uh, but that's his voice. I mean, he's not yeah. putting it on, you know. It's not the, hey, everybody, <laughs> much like mine. That's mine. Uh, but anyway, you're the same. So you guys were born with that uh, that gift. Well, I don't know about that. But yeah. <laughs> when you were we, a baby, you dug like that to your mom. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Do you have any siblings, any brothers? or? I have a sister. A sister. Well, Both she obviously my... doesn't talk like that, right? No. Her voice is no, not no, that no, deep. No. No. <laughs> no. She still lives in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Uh, both my parents are deceased. Uh, but uh, so, Sorry. Yeah, she's still there. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Still there. Ron Lambros, all my love, personal, all my love, Jesus, uh, personal reminders from the heart. We'll cover some more in just a second. Coming up October the 8th. It is the annual Pastors Appreciation Event, 
And Pastor Brian Chapel is our keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. And where's it going to be, Dave? It's going to be at the Cobb Energy Center again, uh, October 8th. And we'd love for you to get signed up. Uh, you, Pastor, and your staff, uh, bring everybody, and you can get signed up at faithtalkatlanta.com. There's a should be a banner on there. You can just click on it and get signed up. You talk about Jacksonville. Uh, we're praying uh, for the folks in Florida because Dorian yeah. Yeah. could could just really whack uh, yeah. a lot of Florida. Yeah. So. I was there when Hurricane Dora hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacksonville's never taken the full brunt right. of, a, of a hurricane. The closest they came was Hurricane Dora which came in around St. Augustine. Yeah. But it was, oh, it, it decimated the city. Mm. Mm. Our, our prayers with those guys. Yeah, uh, All My Love Jesus, where can they get this? Amazon probably, right? Amazon.com. When I, when I published the book, um, the way to do books now, unless you're a, a big-time author, is self-publish it. Yeah, publish it yourself. Yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's available on Amazon.com, either in paperback or in ebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided to hold off on the... Uh, uh, audio version right because a, a devotional doesn't really lend itself to a yeah an audio version but people would love to hear that voice read those devotions yeah well well we'll think about that <laughs> yeah i think it'd be awesome <laughs> do you have another book in you percolating percolating mm-hmm. percolating mm-hmm. um I've, I've been encouraged to write another one and i would love to i'm just we're my wife and i are in a holding pattern since that was released the last four months, we've just been praying about where God wants to go next. Right. So we don't know. I'm doing uh, some consulting work, uh, part of my ministry. Uh, and we talked about broadcast television mm-hmm. for churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, churches are realizing now it used to take millions of dollars to yeah. do, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do, even on a small scale. Uh, even a small church can reach the world literally mm-hmm. on the internet. Yes. You know, podcasts, easily. broadcasts, yeah. uh, things like that. And um, so branding and social media has opened up just a massive, massive uh, uh, marketplace for what churches can use mm-hmm. and how they can use it very, very effectively to brand their church and their ministry and really get the word of God out. Do you find there's so. some churches that are hesitant to do social media or? Are most of them just really grasping it and going, yeah, we need to do this? A lot of them are. You know, I don't know if all the pastors in the world are embracing it yet, but they should. Right. Um, if you don't have a social media presence, you're you're gonna you're gonna miss out on a golden opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you have to be careful. I mean, it's a two edged sword. It yeah. can be a positive or a negative. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how it's used. Right. Definitely. So, and once it's out there, <laughs> you can't get you it can't back. Get it back. No, <laughs> no. That's yeah. the. That's the hard part of social media, and a lot of people have learned that. It's yeah. interesting, too, because uh, we have a lot of uh, the, the demographics here, especially on the eighth floor where Dan and I work. Uh, I'm probably one of the oldest uh, up there. Then we've got some uh, 40s, 30s, and some 20s up there. So everybody uses their thing. Of course, the, I always make fun of the Facebook. The Facebook. That's what us old guys use. Yeah. You've got Twitter, and then you've got the Instagram, and what's the other one? that uh, Snapchat. Chat, I mean, there's anything and everything. That the younger yeah. ones use. Mm-hmm. So in, if we really want to do this right and minister to the whole pie, if you will, mm-hmm. you've got to really play around with all of it, right? You really do. Facebook, you're going to get the you know, a good amount. And again, you referred to it. It all depends on the demographic you're yeah. trying to reach. So I've been, uh, I, I use Facebook quite a bit mm-hmm. and, uh, I do Instagram mess around with Twitter a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, 
Twitter, you almost have to do it daily yeah. and right. multiple times during the day yeah. just to keep your recognizability yeah. uh, you know, out there. And I don't so. ever think about that. Uh, mostly I do Facebook and Instagram. Twitter, I just I always forget to do anything. So I don't mess with Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. got a bad rap, yeah. and uh, there's some things on Snapchat I don't you know, really agree with. Right, but, right. Um, if you really want to have a presence, you could do it very, very effectively and very efficiently mm-hmm. and very cost-effectively. Yeah. How so. can folks get a hold of you if they let's say there's a church pastor and uh, you know they've been talking about doing something like this and they they don't even know where to begin. Where can they get you? Well, you can go to Ron Lambrose Ministries uh, dot org. Um, I've got a website that's it's still under construction, but we should be real close to launching at least a beta page. Mm-hmm. Um, or they can just contact me on Facebook or email me at rpltv2 kept that tv rpl tv2 rpl tv2 at gmail.com okay yeah love to his yeah. devotional is called all my love jesus personal reminders from the heart of god you said march you released it what mm-hmm. have you heard uh, i know you've gotten a warm reception mm-hmm. from it give us uh, maybe something somebody said that's really well i've gotten you. some very encouraging messages um uh the the southern baptist convention one of the things that i heard was the wives of of the pastors that attended the Southern Baptist Convention, and I've I've been blessed to serve in Southern Baptist churches. Mm-hmm. Um, at one of their ladies' luncheons, one of the pastors' wives in there had a copy of my book and read from it. Oh wow! Yeah, and it was just like, you know, I I didn't do it for the accolades. The greatest accolade I had, and and when I prayed over the book, I just said, God, you know, I just put this in the hands of the people that need it the mm-hmm. most. And I've heard some, you know, from some people that said, Ron, I, you know, I enjoy your book. It blessed me at this particular point. Or walking in a church on a Sunday morning and seeing my book with somebody's Bible on the pew in front oh, of wow. us. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, it's, it, it's not a, it's not an ego thing. It's a, it's a ministry thing. And that's, uh, when I say it's, it's from the heart of God, it's also from my heart. Yeah. I, and I think that's the cool thing about it is it's very personal. Is there one or two entries in there that just really stick with you with like, I remember that day that I wrote that and what, what I was going Well, through. that very first one that I just read, that was the very, the very first uh, entry in my journal mm-hmm. um, because I was really struggling and, and I was asking God and it's, it's not wrong to ask God why. Right. Um, but sometimes he doesn't answer mm-hmm. and you just have to trust him. You have to trust him in the wait because what I learned, and it's evident in the writing of the devotional, sometimes what God wants to teach you about himself while you're waiting for your answered prayer is far more important than the prayer's answer right. that you're waiting for. Right. So God proves his faithfulness. He proves his trustworthiness, his sovereignty, his sufficiency. And uh, like I said, for the last 11 months, uh, my wife and I have been in a in a pattern, we're just waiting to see what uh, God has next for us, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'll go to back, you know, go back to work on a church staff. Um, I don't know if, you know, um, I'll write another book. I just, I just don't know. Have you gotten used to the waiting yet, or is it still? Because I hate waiting. I hate waiting, too. I do, too. What chapter should we read? Dan and I need to read this today at lunch. The impatience chapter. It is not in my nature. I don't like waiting. Yeah. But I have learned to appreciate the wait, mm. you know, because sometimes when, when you're waiting, you don't say, God, why am I waiting? You say, God, what are you trying to teach me? Right. And that's, that's been a valuable lesson, you know, in my life. What are you trying to teach me, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm waiting? So it never gets easy. I don't think anybody who waits 
said, oh, man, this is easy. This no. is a piece of cake. No, I don't think that. Hmm. But uh, what I do think is um, if, you're, if you're faithful and look for him, you're gonna, he's going to show you things that sometimes supersede and far outweigh the answer to the prayer. Right. So it's been that's, good. That's so good. All my love, Jesus, uh, Ron Lambros, personal reminders from the heart. Dan, you want to hold that mm-hmm. up there again? Get your copy. A shameless plug. There you go. There, check that there out. There you go. Uh, it is a great book, and we appreciate what you, who you are and, and what you do. Well, and again, you. they can get it where? Amazon? Amazon.com. And uh, you can either type in Ron Lambros or All My Love Jesus, and it'll pop up. You can get it in ebook or as a paperback. And how can they find you on Facebook? Just Ron Lambros or Ron, uh, Ron Lambros? Okay. Or um, my ministry is uh, Ministry for the number four mm-hmm. growth. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, Ron. Well, my we have pleasure. come to a close on a week. Tomorrow is the best of, and then all next week because of uh, I'm out because yeah. of uh, Labor Day. Everybody have a safe and blessed Labor Day from the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll see you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.